0: Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan.
1: Hey guys, over the next few episodes, we're going to be sharing with you the beginner business series, and we're going to be asking you to share your homework and some takeaways inside of our community. And I think for us to better serve you and to make sure that we see your posts, it would be really beneficial if you used a hashtag every time you posted in regards to the beginner business series. So when you head over to our group at thinkcreativecollective.com community and you're introducing yourself and you're talking about your takeaways and you're sharing your homework, if you could be sure to use the hashtag. Hashtag BBS inside your prompt, your post, your thread, your comment. That way we can search for the hashtag and we can find all of the beginner business series related questions or thoughts inside of that group a lot easier. Again, that's hashtag BBS as in business beginner series. So we can find your post and prompts inside of the group and get to serve you even better. Hey guys, I am so excited to announce that we are doing, we're mixing it up. We're doing something new for a few episodes and it's all because of your guys' amazing feedback. So there was a thread a while ago inside the TCC community on Facebook that was basically talking about, you know, where are the podcasts for brand new business owners, business owners that haven't made anything yet, haven't got off the ground that are in different industries, but still kind of have all of the same questions, right? And while I definitely chimed in and I linked some of our past episodes that I feel like are really applicable to brand new baby business owners, it's sometimes hard to kind of dig through and sift through all the noise. And I get we have almost 200 episodes at this point. So there's a lot to go through. So what we're announcing and what we're doing right now is a beginner business series. It's a five-part series that's going to be coming out over the next couple of weeks. So it's gonna be every other episode for the next five Abigail and Emily episodes. So if you're new to the podcast, every other one is an interview with an amazing guest and every other one is Abigail and I talking strategy and tactics and stuff like that. So for the next five of our episodes, we're gonna dive deep into a piece that we feel like um, if tackled in order um, can really, really help a brand new beginner business get moving and grooving.
0: Now, the cool thing about what we're going to cover is even if you've been in business for a while, a lot of these things are going to be review for you, but it also can give you an opportunity to go back and solidify a foundation if that hasn't been laid first. So I think regardless of where you're at, you should definitely be listening. But if you are brand new, this is an awesome place to start Mm -hmm. before you jump into some of the other strategies we talk about in other episodes of the podcast. Yeah. Now, the first thing I want you to do is a little bit of homework. And I think it's just going to help you feel more a part of this series. We want mm-hmm. you to um, interact. So this isn't a listen and you're done. You're going to have homework every week. And you're okay. also going to have specific things we want you to share in the community. So the first thing I want you to do is go to thinkcreativecollective.com slash community, head over to the group, if you haven't introduced yourself before, please do that. Tell us your name. Tell us your business name if you have one. The stage of business do you feel like you're personally in and some things that have been holding you back? What are, what is preventing you from launching? Whether it be time, money, resources. I mean, whatever it is, the excuses you're telling yourself, mm-hmm. it's, we're not going to judge you for these excuses. We just want you to talk about them, and share with the group on some things that you personally have been going through. Yeah. If we know
1: where you're at, it's going to help us tailor the content that's coming to you just like it is right now. And I want to really quickly define what launching means here at TCC so you guys aren't like already hitting stop and moving on to listen to something else because you feel like, oh, crap, crap, I'm not ready to launch. This isn't going to be for me. Here at TCC, we treat Every single thing we do in our business like a launch, mm-hmm. every single thing, whether it's a new social media game plan, whether it's a product, an offer, um, a new coaching, uh, free coaching offer that we want to put into our group. Every single thing gets the time and attention that a big, massive launch would get so details don't get missed. So our audience actually hears about stuff. Heck, we're going to treat this series like a launch and create social media blasts about it, have a strategy behind getting people aware and interacting with this series. We've broken this thing down, this little tiny idea down into multiple steps. And so whether that means launching a, you know, a website in your entire business or just launching the okay, this is the thing that I could actually sell and make money from, and it's solidified, I want you to begin to to see all of those pieces as a launch. Okay?
0: Yes. So the first thing we want you to focus on is identifying your personal skills and talents. Now, for some of you, and I I literally did this to my husband yesterday, I said, what is your unique strengths? And he was like... (laughs) what like what kind of question is that and we had been talking about money and so this was supposed to play into like our personal budget at home um so yeah, me just like blurting out to you, what are you good at? Mm-hmm. Can be really hard. Like you're just like, put on the spot. I don't know what I'm good at. But I really want you to spend some time brainstorming things you love to do for fun, things you love to do professionally, maybe it's something you went to school for maybe it's something you find you're doing in your spare time. Well, what I find really helpful to help identify my own skills and talents, and I I mentioned this
1: on a podcast a couple of weeks ago about You know, I feel like every coach or mentor out there is like, if you find your unique set of skills, then you're going to, you know, be able to stand out in a market and be able to be successful. And that's that's a lot of pressure to just be like, oh, this is the thing that makes me unique. It's really, really hard to identify that out of ourselves and even identifying the skills that we bring to the table to relationships or our family or whatever it may be. So what I love to do is take a crap ton of personality tests, like all of them. I go find all the free tests I can take, the Enneagram, the Love Language, Myers-Briggs, your brand archetype, like all of them that you can find. Most of them are free. And if they're not free, just skip it, right? And begin to really interpret that data. Don't just take it and read it and move on. But really connect with it and ask yourself, like, does that feel true? And why do you think that's the case? What are they telling you about yourself, about your innate personality and your true self that you feel like it affects you as a, as a person when you're interacting with other people?
0: Yeah. So the thing about a personality test that's going to be different from, you know, what you may be doing as a career is it's going to talk about things like um, your I. Identity strengths. So, are you really to the point? Are you are you touchy feely? Do you do you get the way other people work? This is going to be how you interact with the world, and mm-hmm. not necessarily like a marketable skill or job. But if you add all those things up, mm-hmm. and you really sit down and think about what you enjoy doing anyway, I feel like things are going to come up for you. Yeah, and if they don't if you like have done all this groundwork and you're like, I still have no idea. Guess what? You have a lot of people that love and care about you, whether you realize it or not. And if you spend the time and message them on Facebook or send them a text message or call your mom, whatever it takes, you can ask them and it might put them on a spot a little, which is why I think messaging works better than a phone call. But ask them, Hey, I'm working on this thing personally. And I would love your feedback on what you think I'm really good at. Mm -hmm. And they will be honest with you. Yeah. So I think no matter where you're
1: at in your beginner business, right? Sure. I want you to do what you know, take the personality test, reach out to, I challenge you to reach out to 10 to 15 people. Mm -hmm. I know that might sound scary. Just send them an email, send them a message on Facebook. It doesn't matter. Ask the simple question, thank them, and then start to gather those responses. Collect that and and compare it to the responses from your personality test taking and how like maybe what your gut reactions were when, when you just unfiltered, responded without any of the bias coming in. But after you get all of that information and you kind of sit with that, you're really going to fall into one of two camps. You've either been the person who's had a hobby for a while that you have done over and over and over and over again, probably for free, maybe for a little bit of trades over here. And people tell you, you should start a business from this. You could make money doing this. Maybe that's photography or design. Maybe it's you know, knitting little creature stuffed animals. Maybe it's painting. Maybe it's organizing someone's cabinet, right? Maybe it's providing relationship advice. And you've just been told, and that's kind of an obvious thing for you to be like, okay, maybe that's a thing I could run with. For you, sweet sauce, right? The other people, maybe you're in the circumstances where you were just laid off or you just graduated from college and you can't find a job in your industry or you're trying to get out of your parents' basement, right? Or out of that apartment, or to be able to afford the wedding, or whatever it may be. And there are circumstances that don't allow you or really you know, motivate you to go get a traditional job. So this is where you're wanting to spend your energy. But you're like, okay, I want this, and I want my own business, but what the French toast could it be?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might be this might be totally new to you. Like Mm -hmm. the thought of doing something on your own feels really scary. Maybe you feel forced into the situation. Like I remember the day I got laid off, it felt like this was what I was supposed to do. And yet I was scared shitless that I would screw it up. And so you may be in a situation where starting a business feels like something you have to do to either prove something to yourself or to, pay your mortgage. Mm -hmm. Um, But whatever that may be, I want you to sit back and take the information that you've already gathered about what you're good at and what you love doing and really figure out how could this be something. Now, I'm not saying you have to have the answer right yet. We're going to go over how to get there. (laughs) But I just want... And and I'm talking like Get out some
1: paper, get a whiteboard, draw some lines and say, you know, my initial unbiased feedback here, brain dump, all the things you love about yourself that you think could be marketable, that you think, you know, other people, it could serve them well, put the responses from your emails or your messaging put the feedback from your all the personality tests that you take and then begin to find the similarities. I'm talking like go beautiful mind here for a second and have everything up on the board and like draw connections because in that exercise, mm-hmm. I think you're really going to learn a lot about yourself and learn about a lot about the value that you bring to the table regardless of what it is that you offer. Because finding that unique skill that I mentioned earlier you could offer photography. You could offer design. You could offer hand-knit wooly animals. Like that product, right, it, it, that, that part doesn't matter. The piece where we're trying to really tackle right here is how are you bringing that to the table sure. and what pieces of yourself, your innate self, can help shape the uniqueness of your business, mm-hmm.
0: okay? Now, now that you've done all of that hard work, we're going to set it to the side for a little bit because mm-hmm. we want to focus on something that I feel like you've been told 10 million times and yet you still don't understand why you need to do it. So we want to talk about your why. Okay. Mm -hmm. So for some of you, your why is really simple. It's I need to make X amount of money to do X. Okay. And that is fine. If that is why you want to be in business, 100%, don't do that. Yeah, don't feel like you have to have something crazy special that's super marketable. Uh Your why, your objective, your your reason for going in business does not have to be sexy, does Uh not have to serve anyone but yourself. It can be totally selfish and you never have to share it with anyone. Yep. We're giving you
1: permission, but it needs to be specific. If you need $3,000 a month to pay the mortgage and the bills or the student loans or whatever it may be, I need you to know what that number is. If it's, I need a business that is just beginning to be profitable. So like I have something sustainable, but that money is just extra. That's fine. Own that. If it's specific, get specific.
0: Now, for some of you, it's going to be bigger than that because maybe you're emotional like I am and you want to tie it to something bigger than yourself. And if that's you, awesome. But I want you to know specifically what it is. Is it to serve a certain kind of person? Is it to make a difference in your community in a certain way? Is it to help, I don't know, like, insert whatever. It could be you want to be able to fund, you know, this local dog adoption place and give 10% <laughs> of your profits away. I mean, right. if that's what you want it to be, own it. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to have any reason why, any and
1: goal that why is allowed to change. Yes. Ours have changed. So much throughout the history of TCC and where our business is financially and where we are at personally and all of the different life goals and business goals and everything in between. I mean, at the very, very, very beginning when it wasn't even a business, it was, well, I just need to be bringing in some extra money so I feel like I'm contributing to my household. That was it. Yeah. I didn't want to go get a a traditional job, so I just needed this to be profitable enough so i could keep having an excuse to do it.
0: And then for a while mine was just to like stick it to the man essentially. <laughs> I wanted to be the breadwinner of my household. And so it was about it was a vanity number. Like it had nothing to do with any sort of success other than i just wanted to do really well and like <laughs> change some gender roles and that kind of thing. Um fun stuff. But you know, <laughs> eventually we realized that we had sort of made these things happen. Like we had reached, you know, at f- another point, it was all about security. Like we want enough sustainably that like certain things can happen in our home. And mm-hmm. once we got there, it was like, okay, cool. But like, we're not going to be able to grow any past this if we don't find something bigger. Right. Right. Because at that point, we had met
1: those initial, why did I start my business? Why did I actually start it? To why am I maintaining it and spending my blood, sweat, tears on it? Those reasons have to be different as your business shifts and as you shift. But don't feel like you have to have an Oprah epic reason on day
0: zero. Yeah, because you don't. So I mean, it took us two years, tons of research personal finding, you know, like reading all the business books to really kind of uncover this and come together with a reason that we could both go after. And if you haven't heard our Why We Do What We Do episode, (laughs) definitely go listen to that. Yeah, Um, I won't dive too much into it. Right. But here's where I caution you
1: in this Okay, but why am I doing this? So for some of you, like I said, if, you're, if you have to get specific, get specific. It's gonna be an extra 500 bucks a month, an extra 3K a month, whatever that is, right? For you, we're moving and grooving. Your next stage of this process is gonna be even easier. But for the other people who w- were like I was, so this is no judgment because I was here for over a year when I was starting my business. I didn't need to meet a certain financial goal. We were living fine off of one income, not that it was a crazy amount, but we didn't have kids like it wasn't there was no pressure, right? Um, So many of you come into this with pressure where you have to meet certain demands. And honestly, that makes it easier to set your objectives and goals Mm -hmm. for those of you who are coming in here just like, I don't know, I just want a business and I want it to be profitable and I want it to be sustainable and I want it to be around, but I don't necessarily need to make a certain amount of money. So I'm not going to set that number. And I really caution you, even if you, this is going to sound super weird, but even if you have to make up pressure to give yourself, so you aim to reach a certain goal, I think that is going to be more beneficial for you in the end. Because what happens, and I say this because I did it, when we don't have a certain number that we have to reach, right? Self-inflicted or not, we kind of just then don't do anything. Like we keep the bi- quote business afloat enough But we're more like lollygagging about it. But then we're upset that it's not something that it's that it isn't right. That it hasn't become this like super profitable, consistent income stream that makes me super proud and happy because that wasn't my goal. Right. And so be real with your goals and your expectations to get there. I really caution you if you do not set a number made up or not for that objective financially for your business, it's a lot easier to kind of poo-poo it off. Mm -hmm. And I don't want you to be disappointed about its progress in six months or a year because you poo-pooed it off.
0: Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. That's monarchmone dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Well, and keep in mind, any of these can be temporary. So like... It- If you have a financial goal in mind, like the first one you come up with, maybe super stinking scary. Mm -hmm. And so you need to break it down a little bit like, okay, ideally in a year, this is where I'd like to be. But make a smaller one. Like, where Mm -hmm. do you want to be in a month? Where do you want to be three months from now? And focus on the baby step first. Mm -hmm. Because I think if we had gone in, because year one, we didn't set goals. If year one we had said, we're going to make (laughs) $250,000, like both of us would have been scared. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't have happened. Because
1: of what you start to do is you divide that by 12 and you're like, oh, shit, it's January and I need to make, you know, 30 grand or whatever it might be for you to reach your goal. And that seems freaking impossible. Right. But- the way that business works is it grows upon each other and you have that year long goal that you're
0: reaching little by little month by month with the efforts that you're taking. And I've seen very few businesses like have the same income month over month. Oh yeah, like it's always oh, yeah. changing.
1: So. Well, that's not this industry and it, it you it, that's that is just not doable. But if we're sitting here saying, okay, I'm just, I just want to make 500 bucks this month. Sure. That's all I want to make. That's, that's about a little bit of money that I spent for like a new desk and my website or whatever. Right. And I want to pay that back. Set that as a goal. What do you need to have to get to make that happen? Even if it's as little as 500 bucks, 200 bucks, it doesn't matter. Okay. But just set some goal. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: Now here's the big, the big thing that y'all don't even realize you're avoiding. So. Uh, spoiler alert, to be in business, you have to make sales. Mm -hmm. To be in business, there has to be some sort of exchange of money. If you're not having any of that happen, this is a hobby. This is something you're doing for fun. And that's fine. Own that. Own it. Yeah. Don't be disappointed
1: because it's not giving you business-like
0: results. Right. So if you want to own a business, which I'm guessing if you've listened the whole 21 minutes into this episode, you do, you need to pause and you need to really figure out how are we going to take everything we've gotten so far, all of this information and turn it into a product you can take to market like lickety split. Yep. Not next quarter, not next month. Today,
1: This week, literally today, this week. So what is the thing that you do not need to learn extra skills or trades or licensure or anything like that to get out to market? Mm -hmm. What's the thing that you don't need to build prototypes and call China and get wholesale contracts in order to sell? Mm -hmm. Right? What is the thing that you can write a product description or an offer description or a sales page or whatever it may be? What is that thing? that you can start working on today. We all have it. So if you're sitting here saying, I do not have something I can take for a market and charge, that's baloney, we haven't dug deep enough. Right. Here's my secret advice for everyone. No matter what it is that you eventually want to sell, a massive planner business that sells pencils and papers and products, oh my, right? or an education company, or courses, or necklaces, or soaps. That part doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The best piece of advice I can give you is to start with some sort of service realm that you are charging for your time, knowledge, and expertise. Whether that be if you're wanting to make soaps Maybe you charge for consulting of a, I'm going to, you know, redo your medicine cabinet and your beauty regimen with more all natural products and give you advice on what systems would be good for your skin. Eventually, I want to make soap down the line, but right now I'm going to help you with your, your beauty and household regimen. If I'm a photographer, right? And I eventually want to shoot for Target and Oh Joy and all of those people, Right. Okay, I'm going to sit here with this local blogger in my area and photograph and chat with her about strategies for her blog and the project she's working on and get that stuff up and running and charge an hourly rate for that. So, do you see how I'm scaling back that massive dream to start at the first step to take in order to reach that dream? Mm-hmm. So many people sit here and see that that end of the game. And I want your eye on the prize, but I don't want it clouding your everyday decisions. You have to build a foundation in order to reach the mountaintop of your goals and dreams. That's the fact. We cannot get from the bottom of the floor to being Oprah. You just can't. You have to make those steps. And
0: that's what I'm wanting you to start identifying. So the really cool thing about this is you already have everything you need to do this. Yep. And I know that for some of you, you're like, absolutely not. No way in hell. Can't put anything up for sale anytime soon. You are the only one holding yourself back. Other people think you have things that are worth charging for. Other Mm -hmm. people are willing to pay you money for them. You have to believe in yourself and believe that you're worth something. Yep. And I know for some of you, this is hard. Some of you, you're like, but all I've done so far is work as a waitress. And like, how could I possibly go from earning two bucks an hour plus tips to charging 150 an hour for my consulting services? Mm-hmm. Like, I get that. That's crazy. But You just cannot worry what the rest of the world thinks about you. Mm -mm. And the really awesome thing about doing services first, which for some of you, I know products are where your heart is and that's where you want to go. But by doing services first, you are going to learn so much about your industry. You're going to learn so much about what people want. Mm -hmm. You're going to learn so much about how to serve your people better in the long run. Yep. And it will do amazing things for you. Yeah. I remember when I was
1: um, transitioning from being a, a family photographer, I did newborn shoots, a couple weddings, engagements, stuff like that. And I wanted to transition out of like the everyday person photography and, and work more with creatives. And my dream was to, you know, do big styled shoots for big brands and get to use my creative energy in that way. And I was in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the time. And so it's not like I could just call up target and ask to like go shoot their next line of candles. Right. That's not how that works. But I started asking around and I, as soon as I started to identify, okay, what could the baby step be in order for me to achieve that dream? Let me say yes to that first. And so I started working with a local craft blogger, a DIY blogger, and she would land deals with um, businesses like Michael's and Tuesday morning and stuff like that. And so I got to feel what it, what it was like to go spend someone else's money at Tuesday morning, picking out a bunch of accessories, setting them up and stylizing them, shooting them, editing them and delivering them to her. And guess what? <laughs> After like seven, 10 of those, I didn't like it. That is not what I wanted to do. That is not where I wanted to spend my creative energy and my efforts. So I didn't waste all of this energy trying to talk to like the big bucks and like make it this official thing and get this, these big contracts and relationships built. I started small to even see if that is the dream that I
0: want to keep pursuing. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. Because, but you Go yeah I was gonna say a lot of you this is an opportunity for you to do things that are outside of your comfort zone yeah. but try things at the same time. So yeah, for instance, if you have, you know, this big dream to do XYZ <sighs> and what you can take to market is not related, like this right. is your opportunity to sell something, but then also go over here and network with people. Go over yeah. here and help people. I know plenty of people who can't afford to work for free, but sold sold something and then went in like apprenticed with someone else and didn't right. charge. And right. they couldn't afford to do that full time, but they could afford 10 hours a week to go learn from someone they were like obsessed with. Yeah. Yeah. The the last piece I was going to add to that and why I encourage
1: you to say yes to things that you may, may not normally say yes to is... It, it taught me that I didn't want to style shoots and take pictures for things like that. But what I love doing is while I was taking pictures and arranging these washi tape paper clips, I was talking about how she could be better at Instagram or how she really needs to be emailing her list. Or how, oh, if she lands this next contract, here's how she should like negotiate better terms and get what she wants. And here she should offer this service for her people. I loved strategizing. And I loved telling people, here are the holes in your business that I feel like they, they could be better. And guess what? That's a lot like what I do now. Mm-hmm. And a lot like it, helping other people in their businesses in that way. I would never, ever, ever have gone from, taking a picture of a family for their Christmas card to saying, I want to, you know, tell small business owners how to make a better business online. That connection is not there. It's non-existent. But I had to say yes to these other projects that I thought would fulfill me in order to get to that mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And that's, we don't see that until retrospect, right? Mm-hmm. We don't, you're not going to see that now. But so many of us pump the brakes and pump the brakes and pump the brakes on things that aren't like, nope, I said I was going to make a gold foil, wired, hardcover planner that has all of these things inside and come hell or high water, that's what I'm making. And I'm just asking you to see where those opportunities are that you could say yes to that can lead you to that
0: thing. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's totally cool if you try something and realize it's not for you. Like, I remember I wanted to be a surgeon, which I realize that's not a creative industry, but whatever,
1: okay? <laughs> I wanted to be... Well, but so many people listening have a degree in something so
0: random,
1: right. and they're wanting to to knit little foxes on for their Etsy right. shop.
0: And I get that. So I wanted to be a surgeon, and so... To figure it out, my mom is so smart. She's like, you should really go work at the hospital before you apply to medical school. Okay. Genius, mom. (laughs) So I went and worked at the hospital for 15 bucks an hour. I worked along people that had way more education than me. But I was willing to do the grunt work, and what I got mm-hmm. was a first-class seat to what my life would be like if I said yes to this. Was yep. I in surgery? Absolutely not. But I was in a hospital setting. I was with those hours. I was working um, in a department that was very related to what I wanted to do, and I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, like, even though I thought the subject matter was so interesting. It's just not how I wanted my life to look later. Mm -hmm. And so if Mm -hmm. you can do those things, I don't care how old you are. I think a lot of people are like, but I'm not 21 and right out of college, so I can't go get an internship. I don't care. (laughs) You can be 55 and shadow your favorite person in town that's doing this dreamy thing you want to do. Yeah.
1: So let's tackle
0: now... The giant
1: brick wall that we hit when we say, okay, okay, okay. I'll say yes to the tiny things. I'll offer consulting sure. to cover this thing, whatever. Okay, sure, sure, sure. I'll charge for it. Everything's fine. Okay, but I've never done it before. And where do I go to get those first people to say yes to paying me money for this thing that I've never done before? And I, I feel like so many people put, this is going to sound funny, people put so much weight on like, I have all of these testimonials and I've worked with Oprah and I've done these things where we feel like everyone has those credentials once they're good. And that is just simply not true. And you have to remember that even Oprah, right? Sat and did something first for the first time ever before she had ever done it before, right? Like that's literally how things have to work in the world. Mm-hmm. There's a first time for everything, right? And there's a first time for you charging for a skill and a value that you can add to the world. I think we we think that our clients or our customers or our people will like do a background check on us <laughs> and like start to see all the holes in our history of that we've never done this before. And they're going to like lift the curtain and pull the rug out from under our, under our feet. And it, that just doesn't happen. But if you're showing up as yourself and you're showing true value as a human being, right, that's kind and listens and and does whatever the things that your clients want to have, that's the example that they need. Mm -hmm. That's all that they Mm -hmm. need. You're going to get different clients at this stage. You're going to get the people that don't have big budgets, that can say yes to people that don't have a ton of expertise because that's who they can afford. That's going to shift. Mm -hmm. But you have to say yes and be in this zone first.
0: So here's where you're at. Okay. I just want to review a little bit. You have gone through your skills. You've taken all the tests. You've worked with people around you to identify what you're good at. You've identified your why and your goals. And now you're working on your most viable product. What can you bring to market the quickest? So we've Mm -hmm. talked about how it can be a baby step. We've talked about how it can be a service right now. Your only objective is just to identify what it is that you could bring to market with these skills you have right now. Yeah. Okay. We're not setting a price. We are not putting it up for sale yet. We are not doing any of those things. We will do those things very, very soon. But right yep. now, next episode, we're just identifying <laughs> what it could be and feel free mm-hmm. to have a whole list. Like it could be 20 things. It could be. Yeah. If you have one. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, homework time. Now, some of this is going to be review, but I just want you to write these things down. So, these are the literal questions I want you to be asking yourself and what you need to be doing. Okay? So, homework question number one. What do your friends, family, and circle of dreamies, i.e. ideal audience, come to you for right now? What is everyone constantly saying? Hey, she's really good at blank. What is that? I want you to write it on a piece of paper and go ask those 10 to 15 people that Emily told you to Mm -hmm. do earlier. So, the next thing you're going to want to do is ask yourself, what comes naturally to you? What can you do with your eyes closed? I want you to brainstorm five to 10 things that come naturally to you and these Mm -hmm. can be related to ultimately what you want to do or they can be completely polar opposite, have nothing even on the same planet. Okay. Mm -hmm. These are just things that come naturally to you and what you can do with your eyes closed. Now what are the unique skills that can be of service to others? This is where that personality test really comes into play. Because Mm -hmm. these are traits. These aren't necessarily, um, I mean, they're marketable, but they're not the actual thing you're selling, okay? Right, it's not the actual offer of the product, but it's the way that you're going to serve your people. Okay, so identify your unique skills. I want you to identify five minimum, okay? Now, who is your ideal audience for these things that you could potentially sell? Now, I know we didn't... We didn't really dwell on this, and I don't want to dwell on this because it doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. But I still want you to have at least a glimpse of an idea of Mm -hmm. who you could sell this potential to. Okay. So, who are the type of people who you want to be working with? Are they moms? Are they business owners? Are they chefs? Are they candlestick makers? Who are these people? Be as specific as possible. If you know someone, That could literally be a client or customer, write down their name and write down Mm -hmm. what traits they have that make it an easy fit for you. What is their personality like that makes it the kind of person you want to be working with?
1: And spoiler alert... You may not be super clear on this right now, and I I encourage you to let it go. If it like do the exercise, great, but do not dwell on it. When we're adopting a profit first mentality, I don't give a shit that your dreamy is a 34 year old single mom who is a hippie in Colorado. Like I want you making money, and I want people to be saying yes to buying your thing, even if it's not that person. That person will shift. And I want you to be saying yes to different kinds of people at this moment, because although you think that that's the type of person you want to serve, it might not be best for what you want to offer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just bear with us on that one for a second. But- I know everyone else is out there like identify who you want to talk to from day one. Mm, I want you making money on day one. Yes.
0: Yes. So this is more just to get you in the right headspace. It's not necessarily that you're going to say no right. unless. They're- well, and this is more. This is going to help you for the second episode
1: on where you're going to find some people. Right. So you do need to identify like some of these people,
0: but they don't all have to be the same. Right. Now, you need to go post over in the community. So you're going to go to thinkcreativecollective.com slash community, and I want you to write this phrase and fill in the blanks. My friends tell me I'm really good at blank. And I would love to serve blank. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. Okay. So now you're like, that was a lot. I don't know about part (laughs) two. Okay. Well, here's the thing. This is all just getting you ready to sell. In the next episode, we are going to help you package this baby up and it is something that's marketable. We're going to help you price it and get it to market very shortly. Setting up shop is part three. This is about Mm -hmm. prepping it for sale. Okay. Yeah.
1: So join us on Monday, February 12th for the next episode in this series, the beginner, the beginner biz series, part two of five. In the meantime, We would love for you to get your booty over on the waitlist of a program that we've created specifically to guide you through this entire journey, plus so much more. If you head to mystrategyacademy.com slash waitlist, you'll get to see a little bit about what we're talking about. But if any of this clarification helped you, and if any other parts of this series as we continue on make some aha moments for you, then I really encourage you to check that out get your booty on the wait list so you can be the first to hear when doors open again.
0: Okay. We'll see you guys in a couple days. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache, join the co-op, our creative template shop membership with thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation.